that you would know that we always have had the heart of God towards you, even if it doesn't always come out of us in the ways in ways that can be seen. I'm just speaking on behalf of fathers today. Hear me this morning. We live in a world that is filled with lies, deception, temptations, and distraction. It's filled with pain and marred with scars. Truly, there is an enemy that enjoys nothing more than seeing the family destroyed by selfish ambition and self-centered personal interests. He wants us to see only ourselves, to make every choice based upon what is best for me. His final goal is to leave us broken and rejected with the sense of failure and defeat that we could never overcome. He hates all that is good and all that is of God. He is the author and the finisher of our failure and our pain. The devil is against everything that is God. He hates the family. He has no greater joy than when a family is destroyed. Let me tell you today, the, the, one of the things that, that, that makes church so hard, when we come together, I was thinking about it this morning, this is like a family reunion. And so we come together, we're supposed to be family, and we are members one another. We call ourselves brothers and sisters in Christ. If you, if you were part of churches years ago, that was the term when you met everybody, nobody have a first name. You were brother or sister, whatever your last name is. Oh, Brother Smith, Sister Jones, how are you today? And so you never had, it made it a lot easier to know names. Just to get a lot, and, and then if you didn't know, you were always covered by brother and sis. It was awesome. Awesome. We need to return to family like that. Praise the Lord. Amen. But the enemy comes, he's that great destroyer, everything. And so if there's pain connected to it, don't associate that with God. Are you with me this morning? Don't associate the pain with God. God didn't do that. God doesn't produce our pain. Blame the destroyer, not the wrong person. Blame the destroyer, not the wrong person. When I blame the person, the devil gets great joy. Because if the devil can make you make it personal, then he can keep you bound. And then if you make it the person, then you take it personal and that thing stays with you. It gets rooted in you and God can't set you free. But if you blame the enemy, Jesus said it like this, the thief has come to steal, to kill and destroy. If you can mark anything in your life that you feel like you've been robbed of, that's been destroyed in your life, or anything that's been killed and put to death, God did not do that and He was not the author of it. Amen? The thief didn't come to do that. And uh, somewhere, if you can go back, and, and that's so powerful. We talked about it with the men this morning. When Jesus showed up to His disciples in John 20, He just simply said to them, The same way the Father sent Me, so send I you. Whosoever sins you forgive, they are forgiven. Whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. And so we've been given this great power to forgive and to release. But when we bind that thing to us, we not only hold that to ourselves, but we hold it to that person as well. We're not just affecting that person. It's a two-edged sword. It, it, we're not just, you know, by doing this, I don't forgive you, you hurt me and I do that. No, you're, you're hurting yourself just as badly. Amen. It's like grabbing a two-edged sword and sliding your hand down and thinking it, it'll only cut on the one side. It cuts on both sides. Are you with me this morning? So remember, He is the author and the finisher of our failure. There's another side of life that the enemy desperately seeks to hide from us all. And it's the truth about a loving father who understands us and has made a way for us back into his care. 
He's never given up on us or changed His heart towards us. Nothing we can do or have ever done will move Him off of His love for us. Maybe you're not like me. Maybe you weren't a prodigal. Maybe you came to Christ after hearing about Him for the first time. Maybe you didn't have a prodigal season in your life. But I am so thankful that when I came back to God, He accepted me. He did not reject me. Amen. And he was a restorer. And, and, and I remember my pastor taught me, and, and we, we were in some situation when we took our first pastor in 1983, and stuff was going on there, and two people were in an adulterous relationship in the church, and they were supposed to be in the leadership. And, and, and I called Brotherhood. We've been there like three weeks. And, and I said, Pastor, what do I do? And he says, Well, let me just tell you, you cannot take sides. Let me just say that to you. When you get involved with people in your personal relationship, you are not allowed sides. The devil wants you to take somebody's side. You don't get to take sides. Amen. Because there is only right. So you're on just on the side of right. He says your position is just this. Forgiveness and restoration. That your heart and your position will always be forgiveness and restoration. The heart of God is always to forgive and to restore. And Brotherhood said this. He says, hopefully, those two families will be able to reconcile and do that. But he says, more than likely, you will lose one or both of those families because they won't be able to reconcile. And so I heard that, that God's heart is always to forgive and to restore. That has to be your heart. Can I get an amen? That just has to be your heart. Wayne told me I need to say that more. Praise the Lord. But watch it. He has never given up. In a, Dallas Holm had this song years ago, and I love it. I wish I still had the soundtrack to it, but it is. The eyes of God are upon me. He sees everything I do. The arms of God are around me, and He keeps me safe and secure. The chorus says this, He knows where I am every hour of every day. He knows each thought I think. He knows the, each word that I might say. And although there have been times that I've been out of His will, I've never been out of His hand. Amen? And so when people work negatively against us, we have to understand that at any moment they could be forgiven and restored by God. The next verse says like this, I didn't put it in your outline, but it says this changing world alarms me with war, with sin, and with strife. But my loving Father, He charms me with joy, with peace, and with life. And He knows where I am every hour of every day. Amen? And so God knows where you are, what you've been through. And this morning, I just so felt like God wanted to do something so dynamic in somebody's life today in this area of healing and restoration for you. Today we could turn our hearts towards God, our Heavenly Father, and allow Him to heal our hurts, soothe our pain, and renew our hope. He's the God who turns brokenness into wholeness, failure into victory, and sorrow into joy. The great thing about Father's Day with God is that all He wants for Father's Day is you. Does anybody have the anointing to guess what your gifts are besides me? I have a special anointing on my life. To guess what presents are. And I think it's only to annoy my mother-in-law. Because for years she'd buy me something for Christmas. And I'd get, how do you do that? And it's like, I'm anointed to do this. Amen. But 
Susie and Jamie got me this gift yesterday, and they brought it in out of the truck, out of their trunk. Jamie had a truck. It said, too big to wrap. So they set it on the counter, and I had to close my eyes, and my eyes are closed. They go, you have to guess. I said, no, I have to see the, see the box. I have to see what it, see it. I can see it. I said, cover it up with a towel. Felt like David Blaine. So they covered it up with a towel. Took my towel off my eyes and I looked at it. I said, da 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 da. Oh! Amen. It's awesome. I wanted one. None of your business. <laughs> it was a dehydrator. Very cool. As soon as I open it up, Jamie goes, make jerky. It was awesome. So I'm making jerky today, praise the Lord. Amen. So anyway, here's this thing. That, and so, but there, but all God wants today, all you could give God today is your heart. Amen. All he wants is your heart. You don't have to wrap it. You don't have to fix it. And maybe your whole life, Nobody ever said an encouraging word to you. Nobody ever acknowledged the greatness that God created inside of you. Maybe the person you looked to your whole life never affirmed you. Never raised your faith to believe that you could do everything you sensed on the inside you were created to do. If they'll bring these lights down. I want to hear, I want you to hear your Father's words to you. are written in my book. 
I determined the exact time of your birth and where you would live. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and brought you forth on the day you were born. I have been misrepresented by those who don't know me. I am not distant and angry, but am the complete expression of love. And it is my desire to lavish my love on you, simply because you are my child and I am your father. I offer you more than your earthly father ever could, for I am the perfect father. Every good gift that you receive comes from my hand, for I am your provider and I meet all your needs. My plan for your future has always been filled with hope, because I love you with an everlasting love. My thoughts toward you are countless as the sand on the seashore, and I rejoice over you with singing. I will never stop doing good to you, for you are my treasured possession. I desire to establish you with all my heart and all my soul, and I want to show you great and marvelous things. If you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Delight in me and I will give you the desires of your heart, for it is I who gave you those desires. I am able to do more for you than you could possibly imagine. For I am your greatest encourager. I am also the Father who comforts you in all your troubles. When you are brokenhearted, I am close to you. As a shepherd carries a lamb, I have carried you close to my heart. One day, I will wipe away every tear from your eyes and I'll take away all the pain you have suffered on this earth. I am your Father, and I love you even as I love my Son Jesus. For in Jesus my love for you is revealed. He is the exact representation of my being. He came to demonstrate that I am for you, not against you, and to tell you that I am not counting your sins. Jesus died so that you and I could be reconciled. His death was the ultimate expression of my love for you. I gave up everything I loved that I might gain your love. If you receive the gift of my son Jesus, you receive me. And nothing will ever separate you from my love again. Come home and I'll throw the biggest party heaven has ever seen. I have always been father, and will always be father. My question is, will you be my child? I am waiting for you. Love, your dad, almighty God. I uh, 
I wish you could be a father and get it right all the time. When I was younger, I was hard. You guys think I'm can be hard and be strict or be straight or do that, but I was times I was hard and there's times I feel that what I did and wasn't mean. I just, like I said, I wouldn't allow people to have opinions. I wouldn't allow different things and made the children act certain ways and strict. Or never abusive, but I wasn't very flexible. And probably affected my son. you can pray you can ask for forgiveness but then your child Austin is what I'm talking about you can want them to overcome failures of just not getting it right. Like I said, so most of what I wrote was talking about somebody else. So he he acknowledges God, but he just won't live for God. I had to write him and say, son, I hope that where you are isn't because of what I've done. Forgive me. We've talked and conversed about this and prayed together. But every day as I talk to him, God, is this my fault? Is there something I could have done? And God doesn't burden us with guilt. Amen. So I pray for him, but I just felt today that, as I know as a father, and the mistakes I made, and I just know around us, nobody gets it right, but I'm thinking about my son, and thinking that maybe you're here today, and something your dad did, it just has left you with something empty or he wasn't there, whatever the scenario of your life was, all I know is that we need to blame the right person. And I know in my dad, the deficiencies in him weren't something he was born with. It wasn't just his character. Things are, that video said, they're handed down. Unless we choose to break that cycle, but I just felt that today God had a breakthrough for some folks that are here today. There's just such a, an anointing in this place this morning for that. So I asked them, there's a song that Jason Upton sings called Father to the Fatherless. Maybe you're here today and 
been that sense of not having that father in your life, whatever that area is, I just know that if you'll let God right now, in this moment, at this time, God brought you here. And I know when God moves me like this, it's because he wants to do something in your life. has something for you. And if you could be bold enough just to move to the embrace of a loving God, to let go, to say, I will let go. I will let the anointing of God that's here to heal the brokenhearted. God can do a miracle in your heart right here, right now, today. I'm going to ask you, I don't, raising our hands, bowing our heads, anything. As this song begins to play, you need God to do some kind of healing in your heart and Maybe you have something you need to release. Maybe you just need to be the one that initiates the forgiveness and desires a restoration, whether it's possible, feasible. It doesn't matter. It's about your heart. God making you whole. I felt there were some specific people God was going to do something very special for you for today. Today, this Father's Day, is going to be a tremendous milestone in your life. A memory day. Day of remembrance. Go ahead, Don, if you guys want. God leads you. Just move from where you are and find a place of prayer here. I have to turn that up a little bit more.
Hallelujah. Father, today I pray your grace, your mercy, your healing. This day should be a day we have peace. We can rejoice. Father, heal our hearts today. Lord, what the enemy, you had Joel prophesied what the enemy has taken with the canker worm and what the locusts and the years of the famine. You said you would restore. Father, I pray over your people today restoration for what the enemy has tried to take. That today is a day that marks healing and restoration for their hearts. In Jesus' name.